Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions, and right now I'm talking with a band that I had in, believe it or not, one year ago today... In a much different world. It feels like years and years ago at this point. Palooka, welcome back to Loud and Local under much different circumstances. Hey. We got Howard, Glenn, and Chuck, and Jason's on his way. Uh, like I said, he's in the 2020 version of being stuck down in the lobby. Um, he'll be entering the Zoom room pretty soon. Um how how uh let's go around the room let's start with you glenn how uh how's the last seven eight months been for you how you been staying safe and how you been staying sane <laughs> sane may be debatable but uh okay. you know i i've like all of us just been staying home and uh mm-hmm. the thing is i've had a lot of time to reflect on music and do a lot of writing we we all have and um we sort of were caught in this fortunate as well as unfortunate thing of being halfway done with an album. Oh, and, uh, when COVID hit and yeah. then through this last several months decided, well, we don't want to hold on to this stuff for the lab for the next nine months or a year. Mm-hmm. So we thought, well, we're going to release half of it as side one sooner than later. And so writing and doing that and getting ready for that to go out as well as we've made a, a couple videos, um, socially distanced yeah. and, uh, We've actually been busier in a weird way than we had been in a long time. Uh, it's been really unfortunate not to see these guys yeah. and hang out with them, but uh, staying really busy. So, been good. Good, good. Well, how about you guys? you have anything to add, Howard or Chuck? From my perspective, it's been, you know, it's a challenge. We've all had to work through the challenges of, yeah. you know, I've shifted to working from home and my wife works from home uh, now, too, which both of us weren't, so negotiating the house and uh staying on the same track and out of each other's hair while we're working has you know taken some work but yeah. uh, we figured it all out like i think everyone's doing is really figuring out how to adjust to the new normal i mean the things i miss the most are we a year ago we had just played a big show at the hard rock and yep. then we right afterwards followed up after your interview with a great sold out show at el corazon yeah. Um, open, opening up for LA Guns. And yep. It was a fantastic show. And then we had a bunch of shows booked this year that, of course, have all evaporated. Mm-hmm. So, our sadness, my sadness was not getting out to play shows 
and getting in front of our fans because that last show we came off of was spectacular. And the, you know, and, and the feeling of, of then for a few months going, okay, maybe this will just be over by summer. Right. So we just kind of, everyone took care of their own things and their families. And then all of a sudden we realized, uh Oh, this ain't going this anywhere. This is a long-term thing. And yeah. so we had to reformulate the Palooka plan mm-hmm. knowing it wasn't just a couple month break. And that's where we came into remote writing songs, yeah. figuring out how to do a socially distanced professional video with a director from uh, L.A. that we'll talk about and yeah. the new single, along with the other releases. But it's been interesting and creative how we've had to work around the challenges of not being able to be in the same room because some of us have uh, dependents, you know, folks that were depend on us that are high risk. And so yeah. we couldn't really figure out a way to make it work in the room together. Absolutely. Sure. A lot of time at home, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a five-year-old daughter, and we have spent so much time together. It's been a blessing and a curse. It's, it's <laughs> a great a little mermaid. Yeah. It's been awesome, but it's been hard as well. Did she get but, to dress up for Halloween? Uh, oh, she did, of course. What was she? What was she? like ariel yes <laughs> all right yeah she's all about these movies and things now man so that's awesome yeah, the hardest part's not getting together with these guys mm-hmm. but we're making it work you know we're plugging away that's good man I'm, it's, I'm glad to hear that you guys are uh making it work and i think um i think that after all of this one fortunate thing um you know obviously there's countless unfortunate things about it but one fortunate thing about it is that we're all going to have kind of a couple extra things on our tool belt a couple extra skills and i think we have jason in the room so he'll be joining us shortly i just admitted it him i just got the security guard down in the uh down in the elevator he just came up uh to the studio um and that's how it would have been last year but now i just have to click admit and uh, soon he will be joining us. So Jason will be joining nice. us. But uh, like I said, uh, you know, I think we're all going to have a few extra skills on our tool belt um, come at the end of it. You know, whether it be figuring out how to make a video socially distanced, maybe doing home recording, um, uh, maybe, uh, you know, figuring out how to uh you know, get along with uh, your spouse for long amounts of time while working next to them. Uh, <laughs> right. Yep. Jason, are so you there? I haven't seen that Disney movie 100 times, right, Jeremy? And Jason yep, is here. Can. What's up, dude? I'm here. Can welcome. You hear me? Yeah, welcome to yeah. the room. Can you okay. hear us okay? All right, sorry. No yeah, problem. I had to go through like four different devices to get this to happen, but I'm we here. Right you. We're I'm actually right back where I started uh, at our meeting earlier, so. Jason, we were saying how uh, you waiting, you not joining us in time is the equivalent of uh, being in the studio and having security have to come bring you up to the elevator, like back in the old studio. So, but either way, you're you're with us now. Um, We were talking about uh, how how have you personally been able to stay sane and stay safe during the last you know what seven eight months now of of 2020 pandemic mode. Well, uh, a lot of it is I live, me and my partner, Heather, live on a four and a, about four and a half acre space. And we, um, wow, that's awesome. We have work to do all the time. We okay. have two horses. We have six sheep. 
That's and awesome. then we just got a little another little mini horse uh, named Whisper, and so there's always something that needs to be fixed or mended or fed or watered yeah. or mowed. <laughs> uh, and it was working really good in the summer because, you know, I would just work till, you know, nine o'clock at night. But now that it's dark at five o'clock mm. and, you know, we have to go out after I get finished talking to you guys, I got to go out there and jog that mini horse around cause he just got gelded. And, uh, it's pouring rain and it's dark and it's cold and it, and you know, but Evan, do you know what, do you know what the gelding life, is? <laughs> that's the life of a farmer. <laughs> what is gelding? <laughs> that's when you remove his testicles so he is oh. no longer a stallion. Ah, <laughs> like Jason. He was he was uh, <laughs> stallion like Jason. I didn't get gelded. Mine are just kept in Heather's purse. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's giving me a bad look right now. But 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 Jason, like, uh, you, there's no option for you to get bored. You there's no way you could get bored because you just have so much to always have something to do, right? There's always something yeah, to do. There's there's always there's always something that can be done or changed or a fence post or a, a you know there's just a lot to do and it keeps me busy. And you know the interesting thing is that. Uh, I don't really miss the outside world that much. Are you out it's over like, by Enumclaw or Snohomish, or where are you located? Uh, we live in Briar, so we're right next to Montlake Terrace. Oh, okay, and cool. A little, and a little bit above Kenmore. Yeah, and, I know where that uh, is. You know, if you just went straight down 228th, you'd be in Canyon Park right there north of Bothell. Nice. It's a really cool little area because it's all farms. Yeah. But it's surrounded yeah. by the rest of the, you know, development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's, it's like we're all in different places. You know, I'm up in Snohomish on a lake and Glenn's on Vashon, if we can say, and Chuck's in the North End, too. Nice. Um, we all used to live in the city. So it's interesting how we've kind of spread out. The one missing member here we should give an honorary mention to yeah. is Chris Gwynn. He wasn't able to make it tonight, unfortunately. Um, we, uh, as, as last time when we were on, on the radio, we, you know, uh, we were just transitioning back to Chris. Chris was on, uh, the longest guitar player besides Glenn in the band. Mm-hmm. And, um, we, he rejoined us, uh, last summer or a year ago in 2009, the last real summer we all had yeah. in 2019 and has been a phenomenal, uh, uh, return to the band. It's been great. It's, it's. He's a, a fantastic guitar player, very creative writer. Um, he was in Shotgun Mom SGM back in the day and nice. been in several other projects. Um, but it's really great to have Chris back in the fold um, and to be have done that um, again before about the time, you know, we talked to you last. He was, okay. he was coming back into the, the group and um, he's really made a big difference in some of the stuff we're working on now. But um, again, working right into COVID. So here we've all been you know, on Zoom meetings and doing all the things we can do to keep moving forward and making music for our fans. So you mentioned that you're writing songs via, like, you know, Zoom or however. How do you guys do that? Is it kind of just like how we're doing it now? You know, um, we've always sort of had this model where somebody will bring in a song and we'll let them be the musical director of the song. And what we do is take those ideas and... uh, the way that it's sort of been working is um, 
I'll put down a basic guitar track and send it to Jason, and Jason will uh, to a click. I'll do the guitar track to a click, and okay. Jason put drums to it, and then uh, I'll bring it back into this studio here and uh, start sending it out to everybody else. And um, you know, they just add their parts one at a time, and uh, you know, we're still sort of getting the process down, but each demo is coming out uh, better and better. And um, it's, it's just, it's been nice to be able to continue working. And, and like I said, you know, you were talking about how we do things different and other tools that we all have after this whole COVID thing. And mm-hmm. one of the relining things is I think um, life has just taken us. So we've moved out, like Howard was saying, we don't necessarily live as close as we all used to, but I think this, in a weird way has helped us facilitate writing yeah. pre-COVID uh, or post-COVID in just our geographical distance from each other. You know, we've got a process down that I think is going to survive and, um, you know, benefit us post-COVID, just merely writing it. And it's just been, uh, it's been really, like I said, I think this has been one of our more creative periods. And uh, I think there's some silver linings. Obviously this has been a terrible thing for all of us, mm-hmm. but, I think with anything, it's it's about trying to find the good and surviving and all those things. And a few of the things, like you were talking about, we'll take with us post-COVID, and I think they'll benefit us as a band. And I'm sure all of us are doing that in society as well. There's nothing that replicates like being together, but uh, I think that where you guys, it sounds like, uh, much like many businesses that are finding out that, hey, maybe we don't have to always go into the office. This is actually working okay. Like, um, you know, and they wouldn't have figured that out if this didn't force them to. It sounds like you guys are kind of figuring out that uh, a different formula that works for you guys in that, you know, having space for your own creative process uh, in your different areas, it sounds like it's it's uh, it's turning out to be pretty good. Yeah, is, don't tell our wives because we'd like to go back to jamming in the room. Oh, okay, so, nice. but, yeah. And I also think that there's nothing that replaces you know being five feet from somebody else and hearing sure. the way that they're delivering something musically. You yeah, know, I don't think we'll ever replace it, but I think it gives us a uh, another way of writing. Mm-hmm. So, um. That's what I'm excited about. Totally. Yeah. One of the one of the things about the the way we're doing the demos now, though, is uh, he'll Glenn will send me the song, and I can sit out in one of our other buildings out there. Yeah. With my drum set, and uh, like I played one of the songs, you know, 25 times in a row, and nobody nobody wants to hear anybody play a song 25 times in a row. <laughs> Just the drums. <laughs> so the isolation out here has been good for me to, That's great. You know, to play without driving anybody absolutely, you know, crazy. So that's one bonus, I guess. Except for the horses. Except for the horses. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to just trot around and have a mosh pit, man. That's awesome. Yeah, really. So we're actually going to, um, I think we're going to premiere a song. Is that right? We're going to do Head in the Clouds. Um, so this is a new single. Uh, and um, why don't you tell me a little bit about this? So the process of recording it, where you recorded it, uh, where we can hear it uh, beyond this point. And yeah, just tell me a little bit about Head in the Clouds. Well, we were talking sort of about those musical director things and who brings the uh, songs in. And, yeah. and Chuck had the initial idea for this song and brought it in to us. So I think he's definitely the person to 
give you the lowdown. All right. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully this song will mean a lot of different things to different people. But for me, it's more just sort of a statement on society, mm-hmm. the, the crazy world we're living in today, and how we're all just kind of more or less addicted to distractions. I mean, it's just, you know, true. technology, yep. uh, social media, um, you know, it's like, is what we're hearing and seeing, is it real? I don't know. It's, it's just sort of a statement on on distractions, really, for me. And these guys probably have their own ideas about what this means to them. But for me, that's what this song is about. It's like, what is real mm-hmm. anymore? I mean, do we even really know? <laughs> you know, um, that's that's where I was coming from with it. But right on. Uh, it it was yeah, just a little a little idea, and and these guys poured in on it, and it just blossomed. It kind of took off and and has its own life now. So it's so, something we're really proud of. You know, and this was finished up uh, pre COVID. Yeah. Yes. Right on. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we were, this was one of the songs, we, we had five songs, well, we actually had six songs recorded for the uh, album, and we felt five of them were sort of ready to go with minor fixing, you know, with minor adding this or something that were, you know, a guitar track away or something, and this was one of those songs, so uh, those were done, re- we were done recording those, I think in, I want to say March, maybe even before that. Right before... The before yeah, times, right before the lockdown, we went yeah. before times. We recorded them, and we were ready to go for the year. We we're going to have an album done by summer, and as it turned out, we're now you know nine months later or whatever, seven eight months later, getting ready to release a five song EP. Yeah, all those things left behind, which we'll release on January fifteenth, I think, is the date. Cool. And the idea is, is now we're going to do two half albums. Nice. Okay. Pre and into COVID and one, hopefully as we all come out of COVID and then eventually put it in, put it together into a a vinyl release on album that comes together is our kind of longer term plan. The the song itself though, what's neat about this song is I think what it tell it, I hope it speaks to people and the, that, that kind of what Chuck was leading to, which is this, interesting place we're in where sometimes it's hard to tell what you know red yellow green black and white things are very vague now and Mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is just bring everybody back down to earth and think about uh what matters Uh, we had also the benefit of working during the beginning of covid and doing some socially social isolation um uh down in ballard at substation uh, we got the room and got our friend who's a director in Hollywood and a cinematographer down there yeah. came, flew up here and did video for us and then finished the video down in LA. So that That's video killer. comes out in just a couple weeks too. Isn't that about the time frame? Time? 4th of December, I think is the release date on the video. So and that was Troy Smith. He's uh, worked with a bunch of people in the past and uh good friend and we're happy to work with him. And then Jason Shade, Sergi. Uh, did the audio stuff and he's always remarkable to work with so we're really proud of it I think it came out well that's awesome well let's go into it uh the the song is called head in the clouds again it's palooka here on loud and local stay home sessions you 
you got a joker-looking face Can't peel your hands from waiting faith These images that burn and shape your mind What's there behind your crusty smile Your flaming breath charred up for miles Watching the vultures lick your sockets dry In the Clouds, brand new track by Palooka from an EP that was uh, being recorded for a, for a full-length record, which was in, planned before, you know, the world went to sh- and 2020 happened. Uh, so the whole plan is they're going to release that as a part of the EP for uh, the, in, in January. Is that right? January 15th, all those things left behind will be the EP. Awesome. And then hopefully at the end of COVID or as we come out of it, like they said, uh, the rest of the album uh, in EP number two uh, and be on the lookout for Head in the Clouds, the music video, which will be out in a couple weeks here in the beginning of December. Um, so you guys are obviously, um, I mean, I'm not going to speak for you, but I can assume you're missing live music. I'm missing live music. A big part of 
who I am since I was a little kid, teenager, was going to shows all the time. Whether it's, you know, uh, the all-ages shows when I was a young kid or, you know, bar shows these days. Um, I, so, yeah, I mean, that's not even a question, but I, I, would I be safe in assuming that? Absolutely, yeah. You know, uh, there's something about taking a song from an idea and an emotion and working it through the whole process of recording. And to me, that ultimate sort of rite of passage for a song is now you're playing it in front of a group of people that seem to appreciate it and get to share that experience with the audience. And um, we definitely miss it. And, uh, you know, we also realize the impact, not only from the, we enjoy it, but also the impact to the clubs and uh, the staff of the clubs that have worked so hard for so many years at these clubs that are now, uh, having a tough time and a tough go at it. And, you know, uh, we can't wait to get back and start playing live again. Um, again, not only to experience that with our, with our, uh, fans and our crowd, but also just to, you know, get this whole, you know, live venue thing up and running again and, and breathe some life back into it. A lot of good people involved in that segment of the industry. And so, um, can't wait to be a part of helping resurrect that. Howard We've already lost some really good clubs yeah. in, you know, the North end and South end and yeah. even in, in Seattle and the list of the ones we don't know that are gone because we don't know if they'll, if they, they'll come back is getting yeah. longer. Um, it's sad. And we, we've, you know, we released a little video of one of, of a live song before that um, was done at El Corazon and mm-hmm. kind of helping to raise awareness to our fan base and others about the plight of local and small businesses and especially our club scene. It's much more precarious than I think people think. And there's a lot of good avenues people can go to in order to help support the local club scene. Um, You know, clubs like El Corazon and Slim's Last Chance and several others. I don't want to stay here all night trying to name, you know, and you just saw recently even our, our beloved Crocodile is moving and thank goodness they they were moving and Kevin you mentioned they've got they've renewed quite a lease in the twenty years uh, building they've come to yeah That's awesome so that was a good sign so there is some good news in there and, and hopefully there continues to be more good news but like you said I mean Louis G's down in Fife um, Tony yeah. V's you know I'm not sure if they're closed for good but at least for now. Um, and, and, and I'm sure the list will go on, unfortunately, and, and, and kind of a knock on wood there. Um, but yeah, so music, local music, uh, loud, amps in the face, man. What a cathartic release that was. And I didn't really realize it until it's gone. And I think we're all going to uh bathe in the pure like joy of of that once it comes back and just like th- that's like our church right kind of i'm mean, not to not to be all religious and stuff but that's kind of like our church you know is is a is a cheap beer and amps in the face is kind of the rock and roll uh, and I think we all need that right now, but I'm, I'm glad that we can, we can talk about it and share these moments. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Tony, uh, Tony up, up in Everett, um, shout out to him. He's a great guy and I hope he can get his, he can get that business up and running. It's, yeah. it's, you know, he was good, basically a foundation of, of that, you know, small rock scene in Everett that again was really neat fans and they, we really appreciate them. And yeah. 
you know, Louis G's Louis had stepped away years ago, but that club, they kept going in Fife and really were good. We've lost some clubs in Tacoma too. Um, and I think they're the list in Seattle is kind of unknown. I think there's some that are gone. We just don't know it because they've been closed. Um, and then some of the, you know, bigger ones, I, you know, I've seen so many shows and I think all of us are show rats. Even when we're not playing, we've gone to a lot of shows and go to a lot of shows. Yeah. I, uh, Crocodile alone. I have so many memories. We got to play there. We also, I've seen shows all the way back as you know, to some formative shows when I was a young guy yeah. for, for sneaking in there. Um, you know, it's, it, I can't imagine. In fact, I was just talking to, of all things, uh, my buddy Matt Crowley and he brought up the crocodile um, from the Jim Rose uh, circus sideshow. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I remember like their first, their first gig, one of their very first gigs was there and of all things that I saw there, including, you know, everything from cheap trick to Everclear and everybody yeah. in between at that show. I, I could just fish, but I could just go on and on. That's the problem. You saw cheap How trick there. Take that out of our lives. What? You saw cheap trick there. Wow. Yeah. Cheap nice. trick. Three nights they played the first three albums. That's so cool. Pearl Jam opened up for them one night. What? Super, Super Suckers. suckers I, say what? Super Suckers. Yeah. Yep. Super Suckers. Um, you know, they they had premier bands each night, also opening up for them. It was fantastic, fantastic show. What year was that? Shows. Oh, I need a I need a lifeline, James Toll. Um, yeah, we need our buddy James Tolan, the, <laughs> oh, the yeah, best yeah. rock and roll hero, to tell us that, that, that would have been in the early 2000s, maybe. Was it early 2000s? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, what a show! That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. it was a very kind of special edition thing. Right, doesn't happen every day. You know, the uh, on a on a similar but different subject is uh, we only got to play two shows with Chuck before this whole thing went south. Oh, really? And right. We're it's not so much chomping at the bit to, to just play again, but it's chomping at the bit to play with this version of the band mm-hmm. right. because yeah. we only got to play at the, that hard rock show. And then and then we did that L.A. gun show and then that was it. And we spent a lot of time prepping with Chuck to get ready and and to just, you know, come out fighting. And uh, the band sounded, you know, great. And just to kind of have it shut down. It's unfair so quickly that's i mean that's kind of the the heartbreak of of, of to me of what's going on with this band is not being able to just play this version of the band um when it's you know this good and, and i think that that uh we really have uh we have some great new songs and 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 with Chuck singing. I think. I think this is. It's like a, a new version. Like we've turned yeah. the page on something here, and uh, that's. I really want to. I want to get back to it. Well, in the hist- yeah. in the in the in the spirit of live music and talking about all these awesome experiences and and, and hopefully getting back to it with, especially with Chuck um in the band now doing some more shows. Hopefully, you know in the in the uh, months to come and get back to things. But uh, we wanted to feature a song that you guys that you mentioned uh, under control, um, recorded live at El Corazon. Is that right? Uh, that's at the hard. Rock. That's at the, at the hard, hard rock. rock. My bad. My bad. No, that's all good. So yeah, is is this going to be featured on anything, or is this kind of just a uh, a little uh, hint of what's to come as far as live? 
it's a little hint of what's to come. You know, we're we're sort of in this position where uh, with COVID, we've just finished. Like, sort of like what Jason was alluding to, we had really just started hitting on all cylinders and had to come to a screeching halt. So um, we wanted to feature something with Chuck on it, and this is a live uh, cut with Chuck on it. And um, I think, you know, again, it goes back to what Jason's talking about. This is the version of the band that we're moving forward with, and we can't wait to uh, share some more live experiences with folks. So. Right on. Well, uh, here it is. This is uh, Under Control with Palooka. We'll be back with more from Palooka. It's Loud and Local on The Rock. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions that was under control live at the Hard Rock Palooka uh, with their new and improved lineup with Chuck on vocals. Only got to play a couple shows before the lockdown, but they'll be back better than ever. Um, they have a new EP coming out here in G- er, uh, early January, so that'll start things off in 2021, which will hopefully be better in 2020. Woo! Yeah. Exactly. Onward and upward. Yeah. So uh, if someone likes what they hear, um, where can they um, follow along with you guys? Where can they either purchase music, stream music, or just, you know, um, check out what you guys are doing online? Well, we're on palookarocks.com, which is our website. You can go there and launch to other things. We're also on all the major streaming media, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and all, all of those uh, for the kiddies who like streaming, mm-hmm. we um, you can also uh, order our, at most of the media outlets like Amazon have our physical product, our our albums and um, and uh, the singles and things that we've released. Um, you can also see us on Facebook because in Instagram and stuff we're on those. Um, so you can look up. Uh, I think it's Palooka BTR on Facebook. Um, just let's search for Palooka, all caps. Um, the, that you can pretty much find us on most of the on any of those mediums. Feel free to reach out and give us a shout out or give us a like. And um, you'll also see our videos coming up both on Facebook and on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, YouTube channel. Right on, yeah. dude. Well, uh, any any before we get into this last song, and I let you guys go on, and you know we're just getting kind of late here in the evening. Uh, what uh, do you have any thank yous or shout outs? Um, that you'd like to throw out there or any final words for the Northwest. We should probably thank uh, Synergy Studios. They've worked with us on our last couple recordings. Um, Jason Shavey. Jason Shavey's been producing our stuff and engineering it. It sounds really good. Uh, Diane. Diane, yeah. Diane Webb. It's been doing a great job for us. Yeah, um, you know, so there are a few people behind the scenes that are helping us keep this thing going along, and their their help is is uh, invaluable. So, thank you for that. And just also the folks that have stuck with us. You know, we're still getting uh, plays on Spotify and things like that. So, folks are still sticking with us uh, through this pandemic, and um, ultimately, uh, that that means a lot to us to to have folks to interact with and and share this whole thing with. So um, big shout out to them. Yeah. All of our fans, Definitely. thank you for sticking with us and looking forward to sharing our new music with you. And thanks for giving it the quick preview, Kevin. I know you've been a great uh, supporter and friend, and I want to get out to you and see some matches in Tacoma, hopefully, and we'll get yeah. them out to show and uh, listen to us play some rock for our fans. And that's yes, definitely that is something good to look forward to, man. We look forward to the the loud music in our in our ears, the intense uh, the intensity and like the the uh, uh, unifying power of rock and roll is something we can look forward to in in the months to come. So well, I really appreciate yeah. you guys taking the time to do this via Zoom, wherever you oh, are. Thank you. thank you, and thank KSW. They've been a mainstay in our lives since we were we lads. That's it. Twenty twenty one in twenty twenty one is fifty years of KISW. 
Wow. I mean, you know, I can't tell you, again, a big shout out to you guys. There's something pretty incredible and humbling about getting played on your local radio station that you listen to as a kid. So um, it is. It's cool. Okay. Well, then before. So so uh, with that, I need to give you guys we'll go around the room. I need you guys to get uh, your best uh, version of the rock. The rock. All right. We got to start with you, Glenn. Just the rock. You got to go. The rock. You know, okay. you, you've heard the promos. I've heard it. The rock. <laughs> nice. All right, Howard, you you go. That's pretty good. We used to say Seattle's best rock. Okay, there you go. Good one. Good one. Chuck, what about you? The rock. Nice. Jason. A I S W Seattle's rock. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. I like it. We love you, Kev. Thank you. Guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Kevin. Here's Roll On and check out Palooka online and check out, uh, stay tuned for the music video Head in the Clouds will be available in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. The sharpest shards of time Will they cut the ties that bind And when I see you drift away Pulled by the tides of life I open my eyes to see a stranger looking Looking back at me You're staying here But you're already gone
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 